You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Okay, welcome back to the second hour of Real Presence Live today. My name is Jack Kennelly, and with me is my wife, Doreen, and we are your hosts for today. And before we introduce you to our next guest, Doreen is going to regale us once more with one of her uh, riddles. (laughs) I'm not calling them jokes anymore. You're not calling them jokes, Jack? No. No. Oh, well... You're kind of stingy with laughter. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, let's see. How do, no, that wasn't what I was going to do. How do you call, what do you call a row of rabbits hopping away? A row, a row of, of rabbits, rabbits hopping, hopping away. away. Uh, a hairline? A hairline no, not a fracture. You're close, Jack. A, 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 a receding hairline. You got it. All right. Job, I, I've got Jack. one of those myself. Yes. Well, yours is all done. Yeah, I don't have it. They popped away. Yeah, what was it? <laughs> Didn't somebody make a joke about my not having a part or I had a big one? Oh, I one? don't know. One of the kids. Huh. Well, anyway, that's neither here nor there. Okay, what do People you... still confuse me with Brad Pitt. In your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting kind of old anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> Okay, let's get to our Okay, let's guest. get to our next guest. We're happy to have with us Dr. Alex Lassard, who comes to us from sunny California. And uh, he's going to talk about the Adiodatus Conference. And I'm interested to find out uh, what that name means or who that was. But before that, uh, uh, Dr. Lassard, why don't you introduce yourself and the organization or the conference? Thank you very much. Um, uh, I'm Alex Lassard. I grew up in uh, just west of Minneapolis, uh, went to St. Thomas uh, and studied with Don Briel, who founded the Catholic Studies Movement. And I've been interested in liberal education ever since. Uh, and uh, Adeodatus is the nonprofit uh, dedicated to supporting the ongoing renewal of Catholic education. Um, and uh, I'd be happy to talk about Adeodatus himself. Uh, that was that was Augustine's son. Oh, uh, so and a brilliant, a brilliant young student. Uh, so our patrons are Saint Augustine, Saint Monica, and Adeodatus. And uh, I can tell you a little bit more about how that connects to some of the schools we've been involved with over the years. If that, if that's your, if that's what you'd like to go to next. That would be great. That's just fine. We'll, yeah. we'll let you just good. kind of take control of uh, you know, okay. where you want Very to good. take us. Very good. Uh, so about 30 years ago, um, friends in Ventura County, uh, west of here, founded St. Augustine Academy. Uh, and this has been a flagship in the renewal of classical Catholic uh, liberal education for that uh, almost three decades. Uh, we, are, we then, about 22 years ago, founded a school in Pasadena, which is a sister school to St. Augustine's, and it is St. Monica Academy, uh, and it has thrived in our area uh, for over 20 years. And as I, uh, about five years ago, Don Briel and my doctoral dissertation director, uh, Father Matt Lamb, who was a, a great figure at uh, Ave Maria, he created the theology programs at, at Ave Maria College in Florida, 
Uh, and another friend who helped us start these schools um, all died in a 40-day period. And I was uh, this was a, a great uh, shock and an incentive to try to do something to carry on their great work. And, and so we have a small part in that uh, to try to uh, carry on the renewal of Catholic education uh, in America. What level of education are you focused on? Is it elementary, high school, all, all the way through? Yes, primarily uh, the, the elementary and the secondary level. Uh, but, of course, uh, education is a lifelong thing, and it, is, uh, it, is, it goes hand-in-hand hand with religious and moral formation. And so we, we do have, for instance, Thomas Aquinas College as a sponsor and have friends across the country at the, uh, at the college level. And, of course, our speakers are almost all um, uh, college professors speaking to a particular uh, theme or figure in the history, the tradition, uh, this great conversation of Catholic education. If a Catholic school system was interested in um, becoming more of a, following the classical uh, tradition of education, um, do you guide them, or do, or are these schools independent of other already existing Catholic schools? Well, there, there has been a tremendous movement. Uh, it's really 50 to 60 years old of, of retrieving the tradition, uh, reformulating it for today, which always happens with tradition, and renewing it in uh, both independent, in the homeschool movement, in the charter movement, uh, as well as the parochial school movement. Uh, so, for instance, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan has converted all of its schools to classical schools. Uh, and uh, I'll give you another example. Uh, Archbishop Coakley of uh, Oklahoma City came to visit St. Monica Academy last fall uh, to look at uh, how we, we had set this school up and what we were doing uh, to bring back to his uh, diocese to try to uh, renew education across that, that stretch of Oklahoma. Also, Bishop Conley of Lincoln, Nebraska, has been a great supporter, and he is um, uh, you know, fully fully working, you know, working to, to uh, make his schools in Lincoln, Nebraska, as, uh, as, as uh, uh, faithful and excellent as possible in this tradition. What does that mean for the teaching staff um, or the, uh, the faculty and um, parents? And, and what's, the, what's the timeline of mm -hmm. taking a traditional Catholic school and and helping them become, you know, embracing the, the classical approach? Well, it, uh, that's, a, that's a great question, and it varies by community. Um, our own parish uh, is St. Therese Carmelite uh, Parish in Alhambra, California, and about seven or eight years ago, uh, the, the priest uh, 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 made this, uh, it took it took uh, undertook this this conversion process, and it took a couple years, and it, it involves uh, uh, training faculty, getting them together, understanding what it is uh, that um, uh, both the human person and the development of the student along uh, along a natural path, and then the intellectual and moral and religious virtues 
uh, as a uh, as a as a goal for uh, this um, uh, this formation in truth, goodness, and beauty. Uh, so it, it can it can vary quite a bit, but it it, it all starts with families wanting uh, the best education for their kids, having the schools help them do that, and ideally having a, a larger community that supports it. So what? Do you, do you do an evaluation of the the present school and um, look for what's already kind of in line and find areas that um, you know would benefit from change? Yeah, I think I think every school I, obviously schools uh, set a mission. Uh, they and there and there are particular missions for Carmelite schools versus Benedictine or or parochial, just straight parochial, etc. Uh, there's always a, a charism to the community itself that is reflected in the mission. And yes, uh, we and other groups uh, can uh, can help schools uh, stay true to that mission and refine it if it if it uh, needs to be uh, refined and elaborated. No, the, there's, you know, we talk, you know, we're talking about kind of refining some schools, but my question mm-hmm. is more in terms of, uh, you know, I guess in North Dakota, I think we have some very good Catholic schools. I can't speak about any other states, but uh, mm-hmm. but we've we've also seen in the news or maybe have experience with uh, schools that really kind of lose their identity and kind of go off the rails mm-hmm. as far as the church's teaching is concerned. And um, yeah. you know, do you can you talk to what the cause of this is and what do you think is the current state of Catholic education? And I guess. My follow-up question is, if, if you go into, a, have you been in a situation like that? And I'd be curious to know if the uh, the faculty, if you find yourself having to replace faculty, or is it a matter, a matter of training them? Yeah, that's a, a huge question. Uh, I'll just, I'll start by saying I, I teach a course uh, for the St. Paul Seminary, uh, just east of you, mm-hmm. uh, on the history, philosophy, and mission of the Catholic school. And one of my students is a principal in a North Dakota school. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm so impressed by, the, and, and the rest are principals in the, in the Minneapolis-St. Paul Diocese, as well as we have one Carmelite uh, from my own uh, parish, who uh, uh, the mother house is, is attached to our parish, uh, who teaches in Miami. And I'm so impressed by the teachers and the principals uh, being, uh, uh, knowing what they, um, knowing the importance of education, first of all, in the Catholic tradition, and being able to draw it out. They, they face real problems with um, the, the pressures of society the, to make the, the schools look like every other school. Uh, the, re, the really big pressures are materialism. They're nothing new. Materialism, relativism, and I would call, I would say, instrumentalism or utilitarianism, where uh, so it, uh, materialism denying the soul, relativism denying truth, and uh, instrumentalism treating education as if it's just to get a job and not for the perfection of the person. Mm. And so those, those are the real uh, challenges, uh, the, the obstacles. And uh, Catholic education is the, uh, is, is, is the best solution to all of those uh, within, the, within the tradition, and that's what we help. Uh, we try to help teachers and, and leaders uh, uh, accomplish and understand and implement. 
the <laughs> okay, I guess we're ready for a break. Yeah. Well, so, so let's let's go to the break, and Doreen's got a question, a burning question, it looks like, from my standpoint here. So we'll go to the break and stay with us. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Alex Lassard about the Diodatus Contras. I, I think I pronounced that correctly. But anyway, stay with us. More on the other side of the break. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI, presented by Leonardo De Filippis of St. Luke Productions. The Event of Christianity. We have come to believe in God's love. In these words, the Christian can express the fundamental decision of his life. Being Christian is not the result of an ethical choice or a lofty idea, but the encounter with an event, a person, which gives life a new horizon and a decisive direction. St. John's Gospel describes that event in these words. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should have eternal life. In acknowledging the centrality of love, Christian faith has retained the core of Israel's faith while at the same time giving it new depth and breadth. The pious Jew prayed daily in the words of the book of Deuteronomy, which expressed the heart of his existence. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Jesus united into a single precept this commandment of love for God and the commandment of love for neighbor found in the book of Leviticus. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Since God has first loved us, love is now no longer a mere command. It is the response to the gift of love with which God draws near to us. This meditation is taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat, and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter, and be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We're having a wonderful discussion with Dr. Alex Lassard about the Adiodatus Conference and uh, what they're doing to help uh, Catholic schools uh, reclaim or refine their Catholic identity and mission. And so, Dreen, you had a question well, coming into this. Um, I... <laughs> or maybe you lost it. <laughs> no, I, yeah, well, yeah, my gray hair zaps those thoughts. But um, I just think it would be um, great to get into the conference that's going to be hosted by Deodatus. Yeah. So we can talk yeah. about that and get that information to you our mean, listeners. talk about our topic for today? Uh, well, for a change, let's do that, Jack. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty excellent, radical. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, we, we are gathering together uh, some of the best um, Catholic thinkers and educators in Pasadena, June 21st through the 24th, 
to uh, to celebrate the major uh, figures uh, in Catholic education, its tradition, and its renewal, as well as uh, to give very practical advice to teachers and, and educator, you know, le- educational leaders on what these figures from Jesus at the heart of, of education, the Holy Spirit as our advocate, all the way to, for instance, um, my mentor, Don Breel, in the Catholic Studies Movement, what, what the importance of these approaches to education are today in the classroom. So, for, so just to give you a couple uh, examples, um, we have uh, Ed Faze, uh Mikhail Waldstein will, will start the conference on Jesus the Teacher and the Holy Spirit, our advocate. Ed, Ed Fazer will talk on Aristotle. Mike Foley will talk on St. Augustine. Uh, Father Spitzer will come up from Orange County and speak on St. Ignatius and the, and the Ratio Studiorum. Uh, you, uh, Catholic Studies head Mike, uh, Dr. Mike Naughton will come and speak on Don Briel and, and Catholic Studies. Uh, we'll cover John Sr. Dale Alquist will come from Minneapolis to speak on Chesterton. Uh, and then um, we have Potter Edmund Baldstein, who will close the conference, uh, speaking on the renewal uh, surrounding not only uh, Thomas Aquinas College with Mark Berquist, but one of my teachers, Dick Berquist, who was at St. Thomas. Uh, and he had a brother, Dwayne, who was on the East Coast. So the Berkwist kind of covered uh, renewal in, in various ways uh, across the whole country. So uh, we're, we're extremely excited to bring all these great people together um, to, to trace the great, to follow the great conversation, to recapitulate it for teachers today. What's the importance of each of these figures to the teacher in the classroom, to the student learning, and to the, to the school itself uh, as, it find, as it situates itself within the tradition. But that, that's a dynamite lineup. I recognize Dale Alquist and Father Spitzer right away, and they're worth the price of admission just by themselves, I think. <laughs> and I think Michael, Absolutely. And Michael Naughton, I saw him in the context of uh, uh, when he was talking more on business and, 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 yeah, and yeah. Uh, wonderful speaker. Yes, absolutely. A terrific, uh, terrific successor uh, to carry on, along with John Boyle, uh, to carry on that Catholic Studies uh, movement, which is really important uh, because it gives a community at the college level for students to live together, which is to live together and, and uh, have Mass together and study together. This is to have the sacraments and the intellectual life and the moral life uh, integrated. Is That is the ideal. Uh, so uh, this is a, that's a very important component of the renewal. That was the experience our son had at St. Thomas. He lived in a Catholic men's house, studied yeah. philosophy and Catholic studies, and it was, it was really a, a beautiful way for him to be formed as a young adult man. And now he's excellent, a wonderful excellent. father. Yes, <laughs> yeah. he also excellent. met his anyway. he also met his wife there. She knew where to look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this this is a, this is a very important family formation among um, Catholics who are serious about education and their faith. Uh, this happens at every one of these uh, uh, points of renewal, whether it's Catholic studies or 
or Wyoming Catholic College or Dallas or Thomas Aquinas College or you marry uh, uh, young young uh, students coming together to uh, to to look towards the truth, uh, look towards goodness and beauty together side by side. Uh, there, there's a there are all sorts of great ancillary benefits, and and the, the next generation uh, is uh, is high among them. Who is getting back to the conference? Um, who is the target? audience or participant in this conference coming up in June? We, we hope to gather as many uh, Catholic school uh, headmasters, teachers, uh, pastors with schools, superintendents, and administrators. Uh, this is uh, going to be a community of learners that we hope will extend across the whole country and ideally we hope to reach uh, 200 schools this year, have either have them live, uh, have representatives here in Pasadena, or we have a streaming option, and we are talking with a number of, of dioceses about having, that, having the, the video library and the streaming available to everyone, every Catholic school in their diocese. Uh, the Archdiocese of Denver is the, is the first one really interested in that, and I'm trying to talk to as many as possible. So it is the Catholic educator and the Catholic leader. Um, and then, of course, everyone who's interested in this renewal, uh, parents and, and, uh, uh, and retired educators like yourself, uh, who can still have this influence on, on their communities, uh, we, we want it to be as broad as possible, uh, reaching the, the uh, our, our, our dream is to uh, take this great renewal that is almost 60 years old and bring it back into and bring it as far as possible into the parochial school system. Are so the... how do people get information mm-hmm. about registering for the event? Our, our website is uh, adeodatus.com, and you can, you can certainly look up Augustine to find his son's name, but it's A-D-E-O-D-A-T-U-S. Uh, it means gift of God or given by God, and that was the way Augustine looked at, uh, at his son. Um, and all the details of the conference, as well as a donation uh, button, because we are a fully volunteer organization. We have no salaries, no employees. Uh, we're just trying to serve this this renewal uh, in uh, in whatever way we can. Uh, we uh, we would uh, welcome all help, and of course, we want people to come and be part of this. And so, it's adeodatus.com. Is that what you said? The website is yes. Okay. Yes, adeodatus.com, and and my email is alex at adeodatus.com, and uh, people can write to me with any questions uh, uh, and uh, any any further details they need. I, I, I suspect, it, it seems like you've got Catholic schools that are, uh, you know, kind of striving to be, and I'll put the word relevant in quotes there, and adopting a more secular posture, and now you have others that are coming to you looking to kind of recapture an authentic Catholic identity. Uh, which ones are faring better as far as their enrollments are concerned, do you know? 
Well, I, our friends at the Institute for Catholic Liberal Education, um, which comes out of St. Augustine Academy, by the way, uh, in Ventura, Mike Van Hecke and Andrew Seely. Andrew will be our speaker on Christopher Dawson, uh, by the way. Mm. Um, they have seen a about a threefold increase in demand uh, from particular schools, and the, and the interest is probably much higher than that. But but in the last five years, you could say there the growth has been in the in the two, three, four hundred percent level. Uh, so there is a very strong desire to uh, improve education. In uh, across communities, uh, we're seeing it. Uh, we have interest from Anchorage, Alaska to Long Island. Uh, a, a wonderful priest will be coming from Long Island, uh, who runs two schools in Manhasset. Uh, we have the heart of the country, uh, Bishop Conley and, and the, the Midwestern Diocese, Denver. Uh, there is a hunger across the country for uh, an understanding of the tradition and the best way to make it pr- practical and particular to uh, to schools. 200 percent that's a pretty good uh, return. <laughs> that's, yeah that's a, that's a low that's a very low number. Uh, so right. so enroll, enrollments are skyrocketing yeah it's, uh, are, are, and and this is not uh, it's not a temporary thing at least no. so far it is it is it is accelerating. yeah it's, it's interesting to think that you know uh, kind of uh, countercultural, education if you will at least in some respects uh is to me it's just a real uh what's the word i'm looking for indictment i guess of the uh, school systems i have a question about um the use of technology um with students is there is that any part of the philosophy of the classical philosophy is it uh you know what do, what do well, they, what do they recommend I, so the uh, the ideal thing is what is what um, uh, Cardinal New Saint John Henry Newman uh, wanted, which was uh, living together and and loving the truth together. You know that's the best. Mm-hmm. But we can use uh, this course I teach for Saint Paul Seminary. It hasn't been ideal. I would have liked to be in the class, but it has been good. And our friend Laura Burquist runs Mother of Divine Grace uh, at a distance from most families, and that's a Technology can be a help, but it, but it but when it's not tied to good education, it can be a very uh, detrimental. And, and of course, social media uh, there there is nothing nothing positive about that in education. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, oh. uh, this has been a wonderful discussion. I wish we could continue it, but we're we're coming up on a break in the end of our time. But uh, Dr. Lassard, we'd certainly like to uh, thank you for. Uh, you know your time with us today. It's I, I. It's been very interesting for me, and I know for Doreen. And uh, perhaps we can have you on again sometime to tell us about more of your successes. That would be wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Okay, we're at the break time, so stay with us. Jack and Doreen Canelli will be with you on the other side of the break, and we'll be talking to Don Kinsler about spring gardening and spirituality. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 